A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And as you can see, or hear, I'm sitting here with Scotty B. The hottest and most amazing husband on the planet. I mean, the hottest, yeah. Uh, I'm not the most amazing? <laughs> yes, you're both. Okay. We're just about to have a couples brawl up in here. Mm. Up in heezy. Uh, so, <laughs> today we are just... Going to chat. I think a lot of times people don't get a chance to sit and talk to their spouse, or even if you're single, like you sometimes don't get a chance to sit and just talk and just have a candid conversation. And so, a lot of times I come on a podcast and it's you know very focused and we talk about one thing, but sometimes you just want to talk to people. But for me, I want to ask Scott questions because people always ask me questions, so I'm like, I'm gonna ask Scotty some questions. So Let's put you in the mother hot seat and see how this goes down. So get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say yeah. Uh, uh, uh. What's up? He's better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. All right, we're here. So, first and foremost, um, you're amazing. Thank you. Um, first and foremost, I do want to say, because you're wearing this shirt, uh, we he has a Sean T's Dig Deeper Retreat. Mykonos, we are doing a Dig Deeper Retreat in Tenerife. Yes. In the Canary December. Islands. In the Canary Islands. So, you have to come. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. We're celebrating his birthday. We're going to have pool parties. We're going to be in Speedos. By that time, I'm probably going to be 15 pounds heavier because I'm bulking up. He will probably be bench, pe- bench pressing people who attend you know, because so, it'll yeah. be fun. Be bench pressing. So it's going to be one of those retreats that's going to be fun, fast, festive, motivational, and fitness. So click Lots. the link in the bio or go to the link in my Instagram and join us. It is a pretty penny, but it's going to be very much worth it. Worth it. Um, but that brings me to my very first question. Um, one of the things we really love to do is to travel together. Yes. Now, I have to let you know, I usually don't like to give you, you know, <laughs> the space to, to, I do like giving you the free space, but I usually am like, oh Lord, what is he going to say? But today I'm going to just <laughs> be like, he's going to say what he's going to say. Oh my gosh. Um, what are, why do you like traveling with me so much on vacation because we do travel a lot even though we have kids we still find a way well i mean let's just 
go to the basic, right? Mm-hmm. I authentically could spend every minute of the day with you. Like I, whether we're sitting at the table at night, you know, like we have the last couple of nights and just been talking and asking questions and just chatting about life and things or the kids or school or whatever. I would read, I would listen to you read the phone book, like try and, and for me, like, so getting to spend any amount of time with you is amazing, but getting to, to travel with you is exponentially amazing because so can I be honest do you think that this can I can keep everyone will be this I told you, a you secret? Could be honest. Okay. So you can't tell anyone how I feel when I travel. Okay. I so when I travel I feel I feel like um I feel rich. I feel cool. I feel like I've made it. I feel like um like I'm able to experience things that maybe other people aren't and and growing up uh as someone that was teased a lot I didn't think that I was special and unique. And now when I, I'm able to travel, because when I first started traveling, it was because of soccer. And I was really good at soccer. And so, you know, I went to South America when I was 14. And uh, I went to, where else did I go? I used to travel to Canada and, you know, and around the United States. And a lot of my friends weren't doing that because, you know, they didn't have a sport or whatever that was taking to different places. And mm-hmm. so when I would go and play soccer and travel, I felt special. I felt unique. I felt different. And I felt cool. I felt like, you know, I'd work really hard and this is kind of the the treat of the the hard work and dedication. So when I travel now, I still have that feeling of like importance. And, um, and I also love the discovery of new places and, you know, actually getting on a plane and not – you know, while some planes have internet and some planes don't, it's like being like in this seat where I'm not going to be bothered by anyone other than my husband if he's next to me or, you know, whatever. And I just can get to enjoy my space and my time. And so traveling with you uh, is exponentially fun because not only do I just love exponentially to travel, but I also love to be with you. So, um, you know, we get to it, it share and and be in different experiences together and that i think just makes our bond even stronger because we're like remember that time we were in remember that time we were in south africa and we were at the hotel that was like a kind of a safari not really but it was and we were told not to leave the windows open because the monkeys would come in and like attack us and so i'm like Eek. And we washed clothes in the tub. We washed, and you taught me how to wash clothes in the tub, and how your grandma used to, your mom mom used to do it. And and then we're flying from Munich to Miami, and like you were literally having bowel oh issues. My God. That no, was, we flew from South Africa to, to Frankfurt. Frankfurt, yeah. And I was going to the bathroom like every eight minutes. It was terrible, but a bitch was thin. Yes, man. you were. And that's funny, you know, <laughs> while I, what I remember about that experience also is that while you were running to the bathroom and they brought me some food, they had made those little butter squares and they had imprinted Lufthansa on it. I thought, wow, like this is really cool. But it's, you know, it's funny what I remember and that I shared with you. So that's why I love to travel. What was... Just on the subject of traveling, because we have been around the world. And I, yeah, twice. yeah. Yeah. So once for your 40th birthday, we went around the world. The second time we went, we went to Africa and we just ended up going all the way well, to Well, we went to, Sydney. to Australia for the Australian Open. 
No, but we went. Yeah, we went to Af- we went to Africa first. Correct. With our parents, and then we flew, which was a very long flight. We I went New flying. York, uh, Johannesburg, and then Johannesburg. We flew, but we flew to Sydney. Yeah, but we went to the safari first. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was really fun. And then from Sydney, we went to LA. Um, but wait, let's go back to there. So, because I don't know if we ever talked about the safari experience here on my podcast. Probably, but not. maybe if we didn't. Uh, so we went to a safari once, which was one of our travels and we booked two different types of safaris. We booked one that was very inexpensive and we booked one that was more like, you know, expensive. It's supposed to be ritzy or glamour. Yeah, it was ritzy and glamour. And I, I kind of wanted to experience both just to kind of see what it was. And the first thing we went to, we were literally in... So the one that Scott was just talking about, which is us at a safari hotel, that was like a that was like a glorified it was a Disney amusement safari park. kind yeah. of. But the one we went to, the real safari where we had to take multiple planes, like three hour drives, which was like really in the bush. The first thing we went to, we were in a glorified tent, which was a tarp, and the monkeys were climbing on our tent, and giraffes were walking past our window. There were and... bugs in the toilet, yeah. and we had a. Uh, we had to have a guide because they had a a, mach- a machine gun. Not a machine gun, a shotgun. That was not a shotgun. That was not a machine gun. So That was a gun that would It was definitely a gun, yes. I just remember our first night, we got there, it was dark, we had dinner, whatever, and they're like, okay, you can't go to your room by yourself, you have to be escorted, because we are, we are in the jungle, and it's... It, so to walk from the dining area to your... Your, uh, what would we call it? Our tent. Our tent. Yeah. We had cement walls, but the roof was, was canvas. Was so, it cement walls? Yes. Yeah. So to get to our, being... to get to our tent, we had to walk through actual like bush. We walk, yeah. We would walk through the woods. And so we had to be escorted by someone with a gun just in case, you know, an animal a would attack us. Out. But that was, that, I loved that when it was really yeah. fun. I actually didn't like the community dinners. I wasn't a fan yeah. of that. I remember. I'm a little like, cheesy. Yeah. But I loved, we saw all the animals. We saw the animals five. eating. We heard them crunching. Oh it was God. just like so We crazy. saw, uh, was it a cheetah? Pull a, a leopard. A leopard pull a kudu, or which is basically an antelope, up a tree and sit on a branch and eat this animal and hear the bones cracking in its mouth. It was it was insane. It was pretty insane. But that was so we went there and we went to another one. It was I liked the inexpensive one. But yes. All fun. right. So anyway, so we traveled around the world. It was fun. It was like super cool. All right. So my next order of business. Yeah. We have now been parents for five and a half. More than five and a half years, almost six years, our kids are in school. Mm-hmm. How would you say our relationship has evolved from the time we met to now? I know that's a How tough has our relationship evolved from the very beginning of October and these 2010? Are yeah, these are questions I would ask him off camera because yeah. I just want to know. To now, we have really, I think, kind of... Um, morphed into uh, an authentic, communicative couple. At the beginning, it was a um, l- tremendous amount of love and care, but we, all, we each brought in 
individual baggage that impacted our relationship. Because we would have had a heavy baggage tag on our <laughs> if we were checking heavy, our baggage at the airport, we would have had a, ba- a heavy baggage it tag been over fifty pounds for sure. Uh, you know, it it it. I think it's with anyone when they enter a relationship, they bring baggage from the previous relationships, and it's how you handle that and are willing to grow with that and change with that and and uh, evolve that that will not only make you a better person but help uh, grow your relationship. And so, you know, we had struggles, but we were committed to each other. And um, I, I just think that, I think that there's, ah, go pick up the kids. Well, it's, <laughs> you're, you're like 20 minutes. Early. I know that was because... I'll be honest, there was a day that I was almost late for the kids and I had a panic session. And so I was like, I have to set an alarm. Um, So, you know, (laughs) uh, from the beginning until now, it's like, I feel now we have a comfort. We understand each other better. We are able to communicate with each other, which I think is so important. I was talking with Carly at the gym about communication today. And she's like, you know, one of the things that I learned with my husband, Justin, who is your coach, is that when I was going through the bodybuilding experience, you know, we struggled because we weren't communicating. And then once we decided, tell me how you're feeling, tell me what you're going through, tell me you're hungry, tell me how I can help and all these things. Mm. She's like, it was such an eye opener for us. And I was like, absolutely, because communication is so, so, so important that it helps evolve you as a person and it also helps your relationship. So I saw you talking to her today. I said, oh, they're having a moment. Yeah. Well, I went up to her and I was like, you know, I don't know if anyone ever tells you this, but thank you for allowing us to spend time with your husband this past weekend because, you know, it's a lot. He probably spent a lot of time with you and his other Yeah, um, he gives athletes. me a lot of attention. And, I mean, I feel very special. And I, you know, I, as a spouse of someone who is successful in the spotlight, um, you know, we do a lot of things to help support that. And um, sometimes people don't recognize that. And that is 100% okay. But when people do, it's really nice. And so I just was like, you know, thank you for allowing that. And she's like, what do you think of the bodybuilding experience? What does she think about you saying that? First? Oh, I think I threw her off. Like, I think she was surprised. <laughs> yeah. Because um, people don't typically go up and thank somebody for something like yeah, that. Yeah. Because oftentimes the spouse of the person... Whether it be a celebrity or just someone who's really busy is overlooked. But, I mean, you know, work is, whether it's work or whatever, I mean, it is taking time away from the spouse. So that's just really nice. So I just was, we were talking about about how important communication is because it then, of course, made me start thinking in my brain, like, you were always really good at communicating in our relationship at the beginning. I think we had, like I said, some baggage that we didn't know how to communicate or didn't know how to process. I think we knew how to communicate. I just think that, I think there was like a thing where we both wanted to communicate. First of all, the stress stressed him out way more than it stressed me out. Because I never saw an ending to our relationship, even in the beginning. And we would have those, you know, trouble spots. However, what I was going to say is, I think the intention has always been yes even earlier in a relationship the intention has always been to like be respectful and want the relationship to be better and want to grow and all that stuff but because we had individual baggage blocking us from being able to see and 
truly understand the intentions of the other person, it just took longer for us to get through the maze of yeah. the individual disagreements in times where I had to cuss you the fuck out. I I'm will, just I will kidding. Say, but I'm just I think kidding. maze is a, is maze is a really it's great a word. maze. It's a it labyrinth is. of 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 communication, like mayhem but i mean let's be honest you're from jersey and you got some bass in your in your in your steps so when you down when you like are coming at me and you're just saying what you're saying and me being from tree hugging coffee loving seattle where i'm like you know can we all just get along and you're like you know you didn't think you were coming at me and i'm thinking oh my god we're our relationship's gonna be over and you're like i'm just talking to you i'm like what do you mean you're just talking to me like do you hear the voice like he's like that's just my voice and i'm like Okay, good to know. It's funny. I saw this reel. Two, two. I'm going to go back a little bit. I saw this reel yesterday. It was a reel about like how this person feels when they travel. And he was doing like, you know, the movie Walkway in the airport. He was mm-hmm. like doing his dance. And he was like, yes, doing, it was that's like, me. that was you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I saw this other reel where there was a woman who was because black culture and where I think is more black culture than just East Coast, West Coast culture. You know, she was saying all the things that we as black people get looked down upon. And one of them was like, you're too loud. So she would like be herself. She would say like what people thought about her being herself and what us being in our culture uh, how people would ridicule parts of who we are as our culture. And she would like change to the other thing, the opposite thing. So she was saying like, you know, she was being loud and they were like, you're too loud. And so she would just be like, it changes who she is. And I think that, but I mean, it was the flip side too, because while I was, you know, loud straight to the point, like, I, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need low calories. I don't want the sugar coat. Like, let's go. But also, I would be like, you need to give me more. Yeah. You know, when you guys are like boar balls in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Why do you, and I don't, I, I hope to ask this question effectively. Why do you think that there is a loudness in, in, in. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's so. So maybe use, no, use the I right think, word. No, 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 no. I mean, why is there volume? Yes. Why why are black people so <laughs> goddamn loud? Let's just keep it let's call it what it is. Yes. Um I so we are just I I guess it's I mean, I don't know the answer in terms of like if it's like DNA, but I mean it's passed down for generations. I mean, if you even look at the African, you know, culture there's so like it's constant celebratory it's dancing like yeah you know i see a bunch of people dancing in the street on tiktok and you know a lot of them are white or whatever but like black people we've been doing that forever like we before tiktok was around like and people used to look at us like if you see your friend out at kmart 
Because, you know, this is before social media. So if you see your friend out at Kmart, you're like, hey. Like, you just start dancing in the street. Like, what's up? Like, we just, that's just how we are. In the lunchroom, like, our table would always get in trouble. Because we are just an excited yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, and everything is loud. And everything is boastful. And it's looked down upon. I'm like, why? But now, you know, but the other thing I'll say is, which is, you know, and I'm... And I'm just keeping it very real. And this is not toward you, but this is towards society. I just, what I find to be very interesting is a lot of times when black culture starts a trend or some kind of cultural way of speaking, it's looked down upon. Like, let's just take the word chill out. Okay. Back in the day, chill out was considered to be ebonics. Now you got politicians saying it or like when swagger came out people were like what is that and now people use it and so we are trendsetters bitch yeah i agree with nah, that i'm, not, I'm just no, saying like yeah. I'm, and so but our loudness our dancing our fun it's just what we are yeah. and and maybe not every sure. one but also like you know what i'm saying caucasian people y'all like to be loud too i feel like y'all just haven't been given permission to act a damn fool. And so that I, I agree with that. I would I would say, you know, when I think of loud, and this is not meant to be mean, Polly, but here it comes. You know, I think Polly from Polly Calafiore. You know, he's like he's from Jersey, right? Though. That's what I'm saying. He's East Coast, but he's Italian. Oh yeah, okay. You know, like, but but that's a good point because he's from Jersey. He's Italian. Italians aren't like they're like, oh, that's the Italian Emotional. culture. But yeah. when we when it's black people, it's like. Why y'all gotta be so loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I just know that uh, as a kid, I don't remember ever there being a time when we were dancing in the streets and saying swagger, you know, being crazy. Yeah, it's like chill out. We didn't, we didn't have that, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's well, just, you're also old, so I am different. 164. I'm miraculously the oldest guy on the planet. Um, I look so good, right? Yes. My whole body hangs off these cheekbones. So. You are about to turn 52. You started training with Kristen three months after I started training with Kristen. You're now 13 months into your weightlifting journey. Okay. Are you going to do a show? I mean, how much time do you have? Like, how, how is this a 25 words or less answer? Or, or, or do I have time to actually, like, I just dig know. deep? Uh, I think it's like, a loaded question. On a scale of 1 to 10, at this very moment... How likely are you to do a show? One being hell to the no, 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 or ten is like I'm absolutely going to do it because it just seems like it would be a decent experience. <sighs> On a scale of one to ten, I'm probably uh, five point nine eight. That's great. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't have any. Opinion as to how, what you're... I mean, that's good for you. And here's why, Daniel and Tony. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this is so layered, in my opinion. But the first and okay. foremost layer is um, I see the passion that you have for this. And I see... I mean, you sat... We were sitting, sitting down at the table two nights ago. And you looked at me and you're like, Bayballs, I love this. Like, this is everything that I've always wanted to be in a person. And, and the challenge of lifting weights and being on stage and just like... All of it, the competition, like the competition. Everything. He's like, I like, I love this. And when and when we were in uh, Arlington, Dallas, this past weekend, and the last time I saw Justin, his coach, as he's walking away, he turned to look at me in his very soft voice, and he said, 
Sean's hooked. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he is. And so I want to support that. And I know that the next competition for you is July, I think. Yeah, it's a big one. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's the most important part of how I can support my husband. Where does where do I fit in in that? And so if I <laughs> One of the things I realized at the show was that you make it look easy. And this is a lot more work than I expected. Like, I can do the meal. I, I can do the, the, the diet plan and the meal plan and stuff. And I can do the, the weightlifting. The posing is going to be a challenge for me. And uh, I can be on stage. I'm fine with that. But it's about the posing and realizing what, how, figuring out how it is that I can show off the good parts of of the muscle building and stuff so that I can win. The other part is, is like, I'm like, if my Bay Balls gets up there and as ripped as he is, and he didn't win like Mr. Universe, how the hell am I going to even win one show? I mean, I like, won. I know you did. I'm just, that was a little sarcastic. I'm enough. But you I mean, did. you know, I have ways to go. But you yeah. did. And so, you know, I have all these things in my, in my brain and I'm like, so then it goes back to, okay, I definitely am not stepping on stage until I'm ready. There was a moment in time where I was at this competition and I was thinking to myself, I need to go on stage and be 100% like on form like you were. And that is uh, a challenge and that's stressful for myself. But ideally, what is stopping me from moving forward is if I, you know, let's say I need 14 weeks or 15 weeks or three months to get ready, that bumps into your prep time and your stuff. And I, I don't know what a house would be like with two people trying to go towards a goal in this field. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. So two things. One, I think you could do it. However, everyone thinks it's like workout and then you got to get the food. It's so much more layered than that yeah. because the amount of time that I spend posing, posing. and thinking about it and and I mean, and it studying definitely studying it and looking at YouTube videos yeah, and like, like it is if you want to do really well, it is a time suck and you have to balance that out. The other thing that I think is so while my passion is not the level of yours, I am also someone that I see that my husband is really good at putting me in positions and pushing me outside my comfort zone that I typically would never do ever, ever, ever. And I'm thinking maybe my husband sees something in this that he really thinks that I would grow from this. And so I'm up for the challenge and I would do it for that. I don't want you to just do it because I'm doing it. Right. right. We do things because we're completely full out. I don't know. I think I just want you to do it because it's just a great experience to have. Also, I mean, over 50, like, you have the look, but we definitely couldn't be in prep at the same time. Right. Like, that would be a nightmare. But, you know, if I was to do my show and I've, like, let's say I do a show in July and I get my pro card and I whatever, it's like you could, like, my off season can be your prep. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that thing. Yeah. You know, the only thing we have to overlap is like that last six weeks when yeah. the horniness goes away. Yeah. You're not eating, you don't have carbs yeah. or protein. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you so, do have a lot of protein. Yes. Being silly. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, so I think it would be for me, it's, it's uh, figuring out that time slot, talking to Justin and Kristen and being like, you know, I want to, if I'm interested and I want to do it, let's go for it. But I want to. I want to have a focus. I want to have a the goal and the date, and uh, we'll see. You know, 
we'll see. So stay I mean, tuned. If you do it, you do it. If you don't, right. you don't. But I mean, there's a, it, it's definitely a deeper conversation because it is a lot. You made it look very easy. Yeah, I did, but it was very tough. No, I it get was it. Extreme. But when it's your passion, you know, it's like yeah, it's like easy. I love it. Not I'm easy, like, but I'm it's so your into it. I'm like, I cannot even describe the feeling that I get from doing this because it just fuels so many different things, which I've spoken about on here before. Anyway, I would love to keep this conversation going. We have to go pick up our kids. We from do school. have to go pick up our kids. How on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love dropping off and picking up the kids from school? I love it. A 10. Yeah. Why? It is so great. Because we get to set the foundation of our kids' day. And we get to be there to pick them up. And for the longest time, you know, we work. And Des and Mackenzie, who are great, they've been with them most of the day. And so this is a chance for them to spend the morning with us, us to pick them up. And then they do their after-school stuff. I think it brings us close together. And I think that they absolutely love it, too. Yeah. I I just love being able to spend that one-on-one time with them, even if it's, you know, 30 seconds from the car. Well, I mean, more than 30 seconds, but for me... Yeah, because we have breakfast. Scott does their hair in the morning. And and for me, when we get in the car and we're driving, we get to school and we park, and to be able to, like, open the door for them and hold their hand and talk to them about their day and... And just literally and that Sanders 30 seconds. 30 seconds after we walk away. Bye, he's like, bye, bye, bye. bye. He only says bye, dada. He doesn't, he never <laughs> says bye, papa. I've, I haven't, have I noticed that? Yeah, he only says bye, He always, dada. I mean, but at night, they're always there. At night, they want papa. And yeah. during the day, they like, bye, dada, bye, dada, bye, dada. Anyway. But so, Silas sometimes call, calls me dad. Cause he I does? Think, yeah, because he thinks it's, Silas oh, he's is a funny. special human being. He's, he's like. He's an anarchist. He's like, he's mine. I have two dads, and so he wants to be like, hi, dad. He's just so funny. Thank you for being on my show. Of course. That was wonderful. Thank you guys for listening in to the conversation. You know, if you get time to sit down and talk to your spouse or a parent or somebody just to, you know, like Scott said, in the evening, sometimes I actually like sitting there talking about things more than I like going to watch a show because I just think that, the days are filled up everything is crazy and sometimes if you're tired and you're not there to have like intimacy talking is a way to be you know really intimate with someone and yeah. it builds relationships it's great even more. and it can be five minutes it can be two minutes or it can be 20 minutes yeah out for 20 yeah because i mean but like my mom yes <laughs> i want to talk facts on facts trust and believe in who you are see you guys later peace Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.